0: Welcome to the Alger Podcast. Following the podcast, there will be a brief disclosure. Hello, I'm Alex Bernstein, and you're listening to the Alger Podcast investing in growth and change. Alger's capital appreciation and spectra strategies are firm legacy strategies that have been in existence for decades. And impressively, The driving investment philosophy of the original portfolio manager, David Alger, is very much carried forward by the strategy's current managers, Patrick Kelly and Dr. Anker Crawford. Today, I'm speaking with Kevin Collins, client portfolio manager at Alger, who's going to share some of his insights into the management style of Patrick and Anker. We're going to discuss some of the themes they focus on and why they believe that investors are now experiencing an inflection point regarding technology and innovation. Kevin, thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks, Alex. Kevin, you have a unique position at Alger, and that you actually spent years as an Alger analyst working side-by-side with Patrick and Anker. Isn't that correct?
1: I worked with both Patrick and Anker. I was an analyst for 15 years at Alger, and in that capacity, worked directly with Patrick on the large-cap growth strategies, recommending stocks to him for consideration.
0: So you actually had the full analyst experience? I did, yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, came into Alger, started at the lowest level of the research function, similar to both Patrick and Anker, and went through the analyst training program.
0: What was your experience of working with
1: Patrick back then? Patrick's very big on process. That doesn't surprise me, frankly, because Alger has a very structured investment process. You know, We rely heavily on bottom-up fundamental research on the expertise of analysts who are specialists. You know, this business is hyper-competitive, it's very
0: complex. You know when he first became a portfolio manager. As an analyst, what was it like pitching a stock to him? Rigorous.
1: Uh, You know, it's not just enough to say, don't you believe that, or isn't it intuitive that? At, At Alger we've got a very structured way to go about developing an investment idea. First of all, analysts are responsible for all the qualitative and quantitative assessment of a stock in their industry. And so in order to do that, one of the things that both Patrick and Anker say is we want investigative journalism. And so you look and contact people external to the company's management team. Certainly we do interview. The CEO, the CFO, we visit company facilities, we listen to conference calls, but we really prize external insights into a company's growth trajectory. So we like to talk to customers, vendors, regulators, competitors, to find out what they think about the industry dynamics and that company's potential. Anker and Patrick are looking across industries, across the economic spectrum, to make sure that they are eliciting the best growth opportunities for our clients.
0: So we didn't play favorites with the analysts.
1: No, it's 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 all it's all about uh, it's all about the
0: risk adjusted returns. And what was your experience working with Anker back when you were an analyst?
1: Yeah, I remember when we recruited Anker out of Silicon Valley it was in the early two thousands and she was developing uh, semiconductors and has patent credits to her name in that discipline and you know we were looking for a semiconductor analyst and and so we went to the source and, you know, one of the hallmarks of the Alger Analyst Training Program is find enthusiastic, motivated people with great creativity and a great passion for the market or, you know, want to learn. And Gosh Anker exhibited all of that. And, uh, you know, we are a meritocracy. And she rose up through the ranks on the tech team, eventually heading the tech team, which is very much the same profile as Patrick did before her. So for somebody to direct that team's effort is a great responsibility
0: So you were both analysts at the same time? Yes,
1: yeah. We were fellow analysts, uh, you know, great esprit de
0: corps uh, on the analyst team. In our last few Capital Appreciation podcasts, Patrick and Anker have given the impression regarding tech innovation that we're at something of an inflection point. What do you think is driving this?
1: When I listen to our research team and Patrick and Anker specifically, they, they talk about a simultaneous wave of innovation, meaning, There are a number of different technologies right now that are, have have kind of emerged out of their infancy, are scaling now and are commercializing, and they're recasting whole industries across our economic spectrum, and and they're very helpful in driving global growth. And, you know, there are things like cloud computing, software, internet, mobile, internet of things, 5G, all these are happening simultaneously, where The innovations that are unleashed today into the marketplace are adopted by consumers and businesses much more quickly than they've had historically. So not only were we, one, having a simultaneous wave of innovation across many different technology competencies, but it's occurring at a rate that's much faster than before. So the effect is much more pronounced on the economy in the stock market and in
0: the specific companies we research. Every meaningful company in the country is having this conversation right now.
1: Absolutely. It's become essentially table stakes to stay in the game in your industry.
0: Let's talk about some of the prominent themes in Anker and Patrick's large cap portfolios. I'd like to start with digital transformation. As we've discussed, one example is the larger, more traditional companies realizing they need to digitally transform themselves to stay competitive.
1: Yeah. These companies are all under assault from new competitive entry, and the best way for them to respond is to digitize their business, to invest in cloud, to invest in software, to make sure they're able to harness the data, their experience of their business, the scale of their business, and become more productive, more efficient, lower their cost structure, drive their sales, enhance customer experience so that they maintain their market share, And maintain their margins. If you look at perhaps the U.S. largest consumer banking franchise, so much of their effort to get tighter with the customer is around digital mobile interaction. And so a great amount of their activity is directly over their app. So we expect banking competition to get much more intense and we expect customer experience to be very much enhanced.
0: Because once upon a time, Most Americans used to choose a bank based on it being located conveniently.
1: Yeah, I mean, many Americans, as they were growing up and establishing a relationship with a financial institution, used to choose their preferred provider by how convenient the real estate location was. And they wanted to be tight to the bank that had the property at the corner of Maine and Maine. And today, consumers are engaging with their financial provider with an app. And it goes even beyond the financial space. Think about the country's largest hotel company does not own any physical hotels. The country's largest livery service does not own any cars.
0: Another prominent theme in their portfolios is cloud computing. Why is cloud computing suddenly so important? We believe
1: cloud computing is very, very important because it dramatically lowers the cost of computing increases the security, the effectiveness, the productivity of corporate America's technology outlays. It's disrupting the so-called, quote, on-premises, end quote, kind of hardware vendor, technology equipment companies, some legacy software companies. And it's important because it is a giant market. We've talked about how large the U.S. retail consumer spending is, but think about the worldwide IT market. We believe, based on our research, that that digitization in cloud is going to happen at a much greater rate than the consensus.
0: Kevin, another important theme in their portfolios is artificial intelligence, often coupled with machine learning. Anker and Patrick believe AI is going to become incredibly transformative over the next five to ten years.
1: I will say that the rate of change in, in artificial intelligence, as you referenced, Alex, is staggering. Artificial intelligence is invading all industries, harnessing the data that's existent in those industries using this radically increased computing power. Artificial intelligence occurs at that nexus between this cheaper, more plentiful, and powerful computing cost that's really driving the costs associated with data analytics down, and that intersection occurs as these enterprises are generating more data than ever.
0: You mentioned an example regarding one of the biggest packaging companies that's now using AI and machine learning to have robots teaching themselves to better package materials. Can you tell us about that?
1: Yeah. Recently, in a logistics management slash warehouse setting, a robotic arm now, rather than being programmed to pick and then package for shipment items, the robot taught itself to pick from a much more complex product set in a much more complicated manner than robots are currently configured or capable of doing. And this will enhance the productivity after capital outlay for more robots that would be able to teach themselves in that setting and make that warehouse far more efficient.
0: I'd like to switch to healthcare, another one of Patrick and Anker's major themes. We've seen a tremendous amount of innovation in the healthcare space, some technology driven, some not. What are some of the highlights that they're focusing on in healthcare?
1: One of the big things that's happening in healthcare is the mapping of the human genome and gene sequencing. This allows for more bespoke medicines, more personalized medicine that can deploy most optimally at the molecular level, pharmaceutical solutions to disease states that are specifically traded to that individual patient's DNA. And minimally invasive surgeries are something we're very excited about, and our holdings have good positions in things like laparoscopy. These provide a much more optimal solution to
0: patient surgeries and better outcomes. Kevin, one last thing I'd like to touch on. Patrick and Anker have been tasked not just with managing two well-known algae strategies, but with maintaining the consistent investment philosophy and process of those strategies and carrying forward a history of strong performance. Can you tell me what you think it's like for them to maintain Alger's legacy with these strategies?
1: Both Patrick and Anker have grown up at Alger like I did and have learned the craft of investing, bottom-up fundamental analysis, doing your own work, the value of doing your own work and implementing differentiated convicted positions. We learned that the Alger way and that Alger way is about looking for external insights into a company by doing our own work, not hugging the consensus. It's in this fashion that we can have confidence that our ideas have been tested and vetted. Our large-cap growth strategies are foundational to the firm's AUM and are very long-dated. They date back to the 70s, and so much opportunity is there for investing in
0: change associating with innovation. Kevin, thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Thanks, Alex. It's been great to speak with you.
0: And thank you for listening. For more information on Alger Capital Appreciation and Spectra Strategies, please visit Alger.com. The views expressed are the views of Fred Alger Management, LLC, FAM, and Alger Management Limited, together with their affiliated entities Alger, as of February 2020. Alger use used sources of information which it believes to be reliable. However, this publication is not intended to be and does not constitute investment advice. These views are subject to change at any time, and they do not guarantee the future performance of the markets, any security, or any funds managed by Alger. Risk Disclosure. Investing in the stock market involves risks and may not be suitable for all investors. Growth stocks tend to be more volatile than other stocks as their prices tend to be higher in relation to their company's earnings and may be more sensitive to market political and economic developments. A significant portion of assets will be invested in technology and healthcare companies, which may be significantly affected by competition, innovation, regulation, and product obsolescence and may be more volatile than the securities of other companies. Short sales could increase market exposure, magnifying losses, and increasing volatility. Leverage increases volatility in both up and down markets, and its costs may exceed the returns of borrowed securities. Risk Disclosures. Investing in the stock market involves risks that may not be suitable for all investors. Growth stocks tend to be more volatile than other stocks as their prices tend to be higher in relation to their company's earnings and may be more sensitive to market political and economic developments. A significant portion of assets will be invested in technology and healthcare companies, which may be significantly affected by competition, innovation, regulation, and product obsolescence and may be more volatile than the securities of other companies. Investing in companies with small capitalizations involve the risk that such issuers may have limited product lines or financial resources like management debt or have limited liquidity. Assets may be focused in a small number of holdings, making them susceptible to risks associated with a single economic, political, or regulatory event than a more diversified portfolio. Private placements or offerings of a company's securities not registered with the SEC and not offered to the public for which limited information may be available. Such investments are generally considered to be illiquid. Active trading may increase transaction costs, brokerage commissions, and taxes, which can lower the return on investment. Please visit Alger.com for additional risk disclosures. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. Investors whose reference currency differs from that in which the underlying assets are invested may be subject to exchange rate movements that alter the value of their investments. Important information for U.S. investors. The material must be accompanied by the most recent fund fact sheets if used in connection with the sale of mutual fund shares. Fred Alger and Company LLC serves as distributor of the Alger Mutual Funds important information for UK investors. The distribution of this material in the United Kingdom is restricted by law. Accordingly, this material is provided only for and is directed only at persons in the United Kingdom reasonably believed to be of a kind to whom such promotions may be communicated by an unauthorized person pursuant to an exemption of the Financial Securities and Markets Act 2000. Financial Promotion Order 2005, the FPO. Such persons include A. Persons having professional experience in matters relating to investments and B. High net worth bodies, corporate partnerships, unincorporated Associations, trusts, etc., following within Article 49 of the FPO. Most of the rules made under the FSMA for the protection of retail clients do not apply, and compensation under the United Kingdom Financial Services Compensation Scheme will not be available. Important Information for UK and EU Investors The material is directed at investment professionals and qualified investors as defined by MIFID FCA Regulations. It is information for purposes only and has been prepared and is made available for the benefit of investors. This material does not constitute an offer or solicitation to any person in any jurisdiction in which it is not authorized or permitted or to anyone who would be an unlawful recipient and is only intended for use by original recipients and addressees. The original recipient is solely responsible for any actions in further distributing this material and should be satisfied in doing so that there is no breach or local legislation or regulation. Certain products may be subject to restrictions with regard to certain persons or in certain countries under national regulations applicable to such persons or countries. Alger Management Limited, company house number 8634056, domiciled at 78 Brook Street, London, W1K5EF, UK, is authorized and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority for the distribution of regulated financial products and services. FAM and or Weatherby Capital LLC, U.S. Registered Investment Advisors, serve as sub portfolio manager to financial products distributed by Alger Management Limited. Alger Group Holdings, LLC, Parent Company of FAM, and Fred Alger Company, LLC are not an authorized person for the purposes of the Financial Services and Markets Act 2000 of the United Kingdom FSMA, and this material has not been approved by an authorized person for the purposes of Section 212B of the FSMA.